happy about it. He ain't happy. Nobody's happy. It's his name, Mr. Nasty. I think the key point I was trying to make is that Sean doesn't deserve to be happy. He's this not is, happy, and he shouldn't be happy. This is not untrue. Joe? I think he deserves to be happy. Why? He's a good person. You think people... <laughs> in, okay, all right. Do, do only good people deserve to be happy? Yeah. Well, you're living in the wrong multiverse, buddy. Yeah, this is, uh, this is Trump's world, and you're just living in it. That's true. Yeah. Up, up until this year, everything was pretty uh, fair and balanced. <laughs> you know, the, the good guys came out on top. I don't know that I'd necessarily use that term. but Fair and balanced? Yeah. It's not like copyrighted or anything. No, it? it just has a specific connotation to it. Did you see the card from Fox News that was circulating on Twitter.com? No. It said, season's greetings, happy holidays. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. Give a little chuckle. Uh, uh. They're losing the war on Christmas was the caption. Wow. Uh, well, welcome back to Text Before Calling. I am your host, Sean Nasty. Joining me as always is Eric Louis-Man Wheeler. Tripped over that, man. One of the many reasons you don't deserve good things. Yeah. The Wheelman. suck at my job. It's yep. that slick tongue of yours. Indeed. Uh, joining us as well is Mr. Joseph Bonnier. Hello, everyone. How do you do, sir? I'm good. Nice to be back on Text Before Calling. Right on. So, yeah. <laughs> Such a classy show. <laughs> uh, it's not. Eric? Eric is you, just staring you, me down. What's wrong? Are you okay? I'm just thinking about the places Sean's put that filthy tongue in his. Um, I love Jesus. What? Oh, wow, that really didn't work the no, way you expected, did it? No. <laughs> After all that, it wasn't worth it. It's also bad and confusing because he's here. Yeah. Speaking into presumably the same mic. <laughs> so you don't have that, that jolt or that contrast. Yeah. Different room tones. Now, if you want, Slightly. if you want comedy, if you want instant comedy, 3D printer was running then. <laughs> listen to me. If you want instant comedy with personality mm-hmm. and charm and joy de vivre, you go. I'm to assuming, assuming that, that got, got allowed. allowed. That's right, baby. Joe Gibson in the echo chamber. Yeah, I don't know what was. Is every, that the Phil Spector? Every, Joe Gibson. Everything's falling apart now. Joe, you've been specterized. <laughs> I'm assuming that got a laugh. I don't know. Mm, maybe I just hit it twice. You hitting it twice makes an echo. Apparently. Okay. So for anyone who missed the uh, that was a little burp on my end, for anyone who missed the uh, fabulous Christmas episode that dropped earlier today, the Christmas spectacular, uh, Sean gets absolutely posturized by Buddy Joe. Posturized? Is that a word? Posturized? Yeah. Take Post- a guess what it means. Posturized. Posturized. Pasteurized. You you is it posterized? Is it Laid Vin- out flat. Is, yeah, Vince Carter. Yeah, exactly. Yes, posterized. Posterized. None of that posturized. makes sense. Posterized. Posterized. Isn't posterized <laughs> where you make me out of like little pixels? No, this is where you remember when you were a youth and you had I was Tracy, never a youth and you had Tracy McGrady's um, poster up on your wall what and he was slammed. Tracy <laughs> and Tracy McGrady was slammed Duncan over some dweeb. It's usually the, Vince Carter. This right? is the basketball. 
This was the basketball. Yes. And he was he was slam dunking over some dweeb who graduated from Duke University. Mm, you remember sure. this? Anyway, that's what Joe... Tracy McGrady didn't go to college, so bam. That's well, that's part of the joke. You mm. see, this is what Joe Gibson just did to you. He dunked on you on your own show. Okay. Posturized. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's necessarily true. I listened back to that episode. I think he gave as good the, as he took. The libertarian stuff? I was <laughs> peeing my pants. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I was... I enjoyed the use of subterfuge. Congrats, Mr. Joe. You're welcome. You're welcome back to awkwardly converse with uh, Sean for a minimum of seven minutes anytime you like. Mm. I will not be here. All conversing with Sean is awkward. Yeah. Is it strange that today is Christmas, though? So this is really your Christmas episode. Yeah. I don't know when this is going to come out. Doesn't feel very Christmassy, does it, boys? That's because we have a Grinch in our midst. Midst. Talking about yourself? No. I love Christmas. See, (laughs) that's like... To go back to the basketball metaphor, mm-hmm. you got a you got a, a fast break. You were all alone in your half of the court. You went up for the dunk, right? The the flash bulbs are popping, and then you fucking hit it off the front of the rim. It goes like a little cartoon boy. You tried to dunk on him, no defense, <laughs> and it still didn't go in. Yeah, I saw Michael Jordan do that <laughs> once when I was a kid. They were playing an exhibition game in the Dean Dome in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Is this when he was still in the college? No, this is when he came back from the retirement. Oh. So this is after... Oh, yeah, you're a kid. This is after the Monstars returned him to the baseball field. <laughs> gotcha. And I saw him miss a spectacular dunk. Was Bugs there, too? Uh, Bugs was right in the bench. Yeah. Incidentally, you're wearing a Bugs Bunny-filled T-shirt today. This is it's known as a graphic tee. Graphic tee. Uh, this is the best shirt I've ever bought. Okay. You've worn it two days in a row. <laughs> oh, I'll wear it tomorrow, too. <laughs> Why don't you come over, bitch? I'll still be wearing it. Damn. I like it because it looks, it's like a visual equivalent of mental insanity. Hmm. Um, it's like really dense and a little scary. It's like a Bruegel painting. That doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, it reminds me of Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> there's there's a lot of emotions, most of them very intense and scared and hmm. a lot of negative emotions. Is this and a there's shirt? one giant image of him being sassy on top of it. Is yeah. this a shirt that Sam does not allow you to wear? So no, she loves it. Oh, okay. I was just assuming I that love it more when than she's her. away, you just get to wear it for eight days in a row and not shower. Uh, this is more just the laziness. Mm, right on. I, I fall off my sartorial horse when she's mm. not around. What do you do when she's not around? What do you, Oh, I don't want to get into this. <laughs> Take care of the cat. What's Why? That? What did you think I did? Damn. Well, my brain instantly going into a gross gutter. You know, There's a lot of implications there. Oh, I, I meet the bimbos outside of the house. Mm. I don't bring them home. Yeah. They don't know the address. That would just be disrespectful. I agree. It's more to protect my personal information, (laughs) credit cards and such. Before I go out, I cut cut up all my credit cards. Makes sense. Yeah. Or freeze them. That's just bimbo protocol. (laughs) That's the the standard LA protocol. Is it? I don't know. The bimbos aren't from LA. I go to Bakersfield. (laughs) (laughs) Got to import them. That's right. (laughs) The Bakersfield sound. I New fish. Is it, would that be a baker's dozen? Hmm. What? Hmm. This episode long enough to be cut off yet? <laughs> <laughs> Just nope. remember the chance before cutting. Oh, you wanted to say stuff about Sprawls. Oh, I, I love D Sprawls. I'm a huge uh, fan. See. And my favorite song is the Christmas song. Can we hear the Christmas song? No! Yeah. Stop it. Stop no, it. No, stop no, no. No stopping. Shh. I'm assuming I'm that assuming got away. Got away. <laughs> you can't sabotage it. 
No further. <laughs> a, a, a line must be drawn. drawn the, yeah. <laughs> well done. Wow. You know that's from Sean. Not a clue. I do. This should be right up your alley. Hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised. You stay out of my alley. Hey, you have to do a better impression. The line must be drawn here and no further. South Park. Damn it. Is it a Cartman? I thought I did a good, good rendition. <laughs> yeah, that is a good rendition. Sorry. Jean Luc Picard. Oh, that's definitely not my genre. The Star Trek. Yeah. I've seen the Star Treks once because I was forced to for the most part. Oh, I thought you liked Star Trek. No, the wars are okay. The Trek is boring as fuck. You know, there are wars in the Trek and there's trekking in the wars. But they're all boring as fuck. Why do you park on a driveway, drive on a parkway? Because we hated the English and we had to change the words. I think one of the pettiest um, rivalries in the world is the English-French rivalry in terms of language. Hmm. than the way the English say valet. And uh, stuff like they they mispronounce it intentionally. They mis mispronounce the French words yes. intentionally, and mm. it's sort of meant to be a petty attack upon the French language. Brexit, so, baby, like a ballot. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. But they don't say buffet. I think they do. Jimmy, but Warren. not regular. I mm. think anything French, they <laughs> they uh, they harsh the mellow on it. That makes sense. I mean, does it freedom fries and. This is the English I'm talking about. Yeah, no, you know we're we were closer with the English than we were with the French, weren't we? I gotta say the English, for all their faults, they take they take the L's better than most former superpowers. They accept the elves, the L's, the losses, oh, losses. Gotcha. They accept their reduced place in the world. I don't know mm-hmm. if I call it dignity, but they accept it without kicking Stiff and screaming. I think the, they just uh, had to get used to it for a long time now. Their empire has been yeah. gone for a good they, been they crumbling 60 years. For that was it, though. I mean, there, there's a Holy Roman Empire and then the British Empire. Those are the two great ones in history. American. And but they've been on away. the downslide for, I'm saying, 100 or so years. They've, had, they've gotten used still, to it. Still, though, yeah. you think they would still be thrashing to well, this day. Once you're like three generations of but now they being don't even kicked want in it. the balls. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, and, I don't think it's be. I think the nation as a whole, sort of decided it ain't worth it. Yeah. And walked away. That's crazy. Well, they walked away from imperialism. I mean, it's a, But who else has done that? Like, I know they got their asses handed to them enough times. I don't times, know if they just they, gave it up willingly Yeah, it's not the like time. they signed they, it away. They, they lost well, a series cases, of wars. They did. Like, like for example, Hong Kong, mm. they probably could have renegotiated that and gotten another hundred years out of it. <laughs> That's yeah. such a crazy deal. But, uh, <laughs> but Beijing was like... Uh, the way I read it was basically... The British diplomats brought it up in sort of a, an uncouth way, and Beijing was like, no, we're not going to renegotiate. Give it back to us on 1997. And the British were like, um, okay, sorry. And yeah. that was it. And they lost this colony that they'd had for 100 years. But yeah. they didn't even try. They didn't even try to talk them into it. They're just like, well, it's not worth it. But it's, maybe it's like, expensive to run an empire now. Yeah, well, but it, that, don't and I feel like that was part of the new diplomacy. See, the, the idea of, you know, the the UN and the League of Nations and everything trying to be a little bit more uh, harmonious and homogenous. Well, I think the the unique thing to Great Britain stepping off the world stage was this is the only time where the person supplanting them was an ally and not a rival. Yeah. Because it was America. So they're like, okay, our son, our progeny, you you carry the torch now. Everything's good. Our well, legacy will live on. I mean, it was pretty much World War II that kind of yeah, I know. switched that. So, I mean, But I'm saying... Is there another example in history of the next empire 
being an ally instead of the rival that displaced the former one? We'd have to turn it over to Captain History. Yeah, there's there is not many. No, I would say no. <laughs> not many or none. I can't think of any right now. I bet, bet there is probably some sort of Roman instance, but I don't think so. No, that was they were all gobbled up by you know tribes, Huns, Visigoths. Yeah, no, I was thinking more um, uh, Eastern Empire, but yeah, sure. Oh, don't even get me started on the Byzantine Empire. But that's let's not. Just remember to text before calling. Let's get Byzantine! Uh, Sorry. Kazam, Shazam, and Abendigo. It's a fucking thing. I remember Shazam. Turn this off. Remember Shazam? I remember Shazam. Sprawls, are you listening? 